Uh, Twitter's bigger than Meta, right? I don't think so. I don't know anymore. <laughs> you mean X? Whatever it's called. TikTok. There you go. That's bigger than Meta. I, uh, I like watching videos on X. I like my X videos. <laughs> yeah. I like having chats. X chats are kind of yeah, my... You can't say that in public, though, anymore. <laughs> it sounds real bad. Cinder, <laughs> what's your favorite X chat? <laughs> oh, God. I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> I would say... Uh, no, I'm you not going to say, say Google. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to say shit. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 10th episode of Swifty Dialogues. I'm your host, Ariel, and I'm joined by my other co-host, Rob. Hello. And Cinda. Hello, Gavnas. It is also, by coincidence, our 10th anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> One episode a year. <laughs> the pandemic will do we that set, to you. Yeah, we set the bar very low for our <laughs> episodes. So... I've gathered you all here for a round two of listener voicemails. So we have some more questions and I'm going to share them and we're going to react to them. Okay. All right. First voicemail. What's up guys. This is Tim in New Jersey. Love your podcast, but I've got a, just a couple questions. Who do you think you are and what gives you the right oh oh i don't know whether to be insulted or maybe perhaps like complimented that this guy is uh calling in and leaving voicemail like that i don't know um what gives us the right i think the united states government gives us the right as they do to you to make your podcast and maybe we can call in and be participatory with your you know fandom and and all that but also maybe a little aggressive towards at the you. end of the day what what i think gives us the right is our ambition to help build this nation well rights are not based on ambition um ariel just civics lesson here <laughs> never took it <laughs> I have an ambition for us to start the Swifty Nation, and that gives me the right. Sort of, sort of like North Korea. See, when you use examples like that, I don't know if people could get behind that <laughs> in a mess. What? When I think <laughs> rights, I think I think about North Korea. I think a lot about West Korea. I think we all forget about West Korea. Right, the central Jersey of the Koreas. <laughs> yes, it doesn't smell at all. <laughs> so, Cinda. I say our ambitions gives us the right. Rob says the U.S. government or something gives us the right. Or something. Or something what do like you that. think? Yeah, what do you think gives us the right? Well, I think the fact that we aren't, we are only trying to entertain people and not trying to affect not trying to offend people if we can't help it i try to offend you guys all the time <laughs> like constantly but also the fact that we're not like many corporations and asking people for money or asking people to 
like us. We're just more so. What's this nonsense that you're saying about us not asking for money and we don't want to be liked? What? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Yeah, Ariel begs for money on the street corner every day. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I forgot. He goes out in our Swifty Dialogues mascot uniform, and he's holding the big sign that says, please give me money or else I'll beat you. <laughs> and, you know, he brings the hammer with him in his back pocket. It's a whole thing. You haven't seen this? Yes, yes. We don't ask for money. We beg for money here at Swifty Dialogues. We're, we're a charity case, really. Um, <laughs> legally speaking, uh, we're not actually a charity. So please don't sue us when um, the money just goes to funding our ridiculous lifestyle. Yeah. And well, it's also just fun to do this podcast, you know. Maybe the Kohler is trying to be more uh, metaphysical. I guess is the word. Yeah. Who do who do we think we are? Like on the inside. I would go the fourth dimensional approach as well. We're just floating on the space rock, <laughs> flying through a giant void, and that's that's the basis of it. But we make sense of it. Who do you think you are, Robert? Who do I think I am? I ask myself that every single day when I look in the mirror, and to be honest, I haven't gotten one step closer to finding the answer. Um, you know, just thinking back on like, uh, all the good times, the bad times, the interview at Disney World, it's just so hard to like, put a, a label on it. But if I had to say something, I'd probably say a person. Robert, look at me in the eye. I want you to know that we are all people on this floating rock, and you are the person that you, Robert, work towards. And we're here to lift you up. I'll probably drop you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a little on the heavier side because you're tall and whatnot. So. <laughs> yeah. I guess uh, if I were to answer that, who I think I am, and I have to look deep into myself to find it, at first, I found a gerbil deep inside me, but then that's another story. Oh, my God. Um, but There's a Swifty quickie on that one, I bet. <laughs> For legal reasons, we uh, had to delete the episode. <laughs> you know what might be up there? Uh, another voicemail. Oh, there we go. That was a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm practicing. So, playing the next voicemail now. Hey, it's a girl tree tree question. Okay, listen. I'm a longtime listener. My question for you is who you gonna bang in the Sesame Street gang? I'm talking original. No Zoe or whoever. I'm talking Big Bird, the Yup Yup, Grover. Okay, original cast. Sesame Street. Who you gonna fuck? Okay, thank you. Goodbye. You're welcome. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you for that setup. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to answer that question. <laughs> oh, then go for it then. <laughs> okay, so what are the ages of these Sesame Street characters also? Because I'm not trying to get canceled like ten episodes in. That's a good question. <laughs> The weirdest way to get canceled nowadays. Oh, we answer we answer some obscure question about Muppets. They're like, get them. 
and from be- and from behind uh, Robert's back comes Chris Hansen. Robert, <laughs> why don't you take a seat? Okay, okay. I'm, I'm looking at the list right now, and there's a couple options that are just kind of funny. Like, I didn't know there's a character called Guy Smiley. That's kind of a funny name. Or Hoots the Owl. I bet he's a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> I think my choice is going to have to be Forgetful Jones because I would want to really distance myself from this after the situation as much as possible. Would that still be consensual though? Because like if it's, if he's so forgetful that forgetful is in his legal name, is it legally consensual for you to like... I would, you know, I would do my due diligence to make sure that I check with his, you know, uh, caregiver if he has one and, or, you know, like, you know... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, if this is like a, if this is like a, you know, he forgets things like three months, like that sounds cool. You know, if he forgets things after a couple hours, you know, maybe not. Uh, but maybe we could do like memento style where I get like a tattoo on his arm that like says like you consented to this. Oh man, he has a caregiver. That's a, oh, that's already a red flag, Rob. <laughs> Are you going to let the caregiver watch? That's- <laughs> Ariel's got a point. Would I let the caregiver watch? Uh, the answer is if they felt like they needed to in order to respect and honor uh, Forgetful Jones's, uh, you know, <laughs> mental health and cognitive state. Yeah, nothing sketchy about that. <laughs> hey, Cinda. <laughs> that is my name, yes. <laughs> Which Sesame Street character are you banging? Yeah, yeah, who you fucking? Oh, God. On the screen, it says the count is six million years old. <laughs> so I'm I'm in the clear. <laughs> uh, you know, but that'll get annoying really quickly because he's, you what while well, fucking, he'll be like, Von Pump. Von uh, Pump. Uh, 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 Do uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Is that what turns you on? Do you want that? Is that what you want when you're fucking? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, no, it's just weird. <laughs> Anyways. I'm going to pick Bert and or Ernie because they have an apartment together um, as two clearly straight men. And they are, you know, that means they're responsible. <laughs> they're just roommates. <laughs> you know, I will say that that's, that's pretty convenient. <laughs> you know, like having the bed as part of this, the deal, that, that's just like pragmatically very convenient. Thank you, Tree Tray for your question and i hope you were able to answer it in a sophisticated manner and thank you again for your manners next question oh hey swifty dialogues uh this is um (coughs) doofy um you know the guy in the trench coat who follows you guys around sometimes uh i just had a question uh actually for the uh the voice called rob uh i was just wondering uh Hey, when are you going to leave these dead weights behind and, like, just pursue your own solo music writing career? You know, I remember that one early episode. Oh, man, when was it? Uh, I was back in the way old days, you know, uh, when we had uh, other stuff to worry about. But you guys were talking about, like, you know, they were they were pooping on your whole, like, uh, music catalog and stuff. And I just felt that was kind of rude and disingenuous. Uh, anyway, I think you could do better than uh, hanging around with these rapscallions. Uh, I just want to drop my two cents in the bin there. So, uh, hey, you have a good day, uh, Rob and the other two assholes. See you. 
Well, I, I always appreciate a compliment to my music. Uh, thank you, Doof. Um, for the listeners at home, uh, he's actually in the room with me. We typically uh, have him standing behind me uh, when we record to make sure that I well, what was say the right things. Um, but uh, yeah, to answer the question, um, you know, Ariel gave me a start and I feel like I owe it to him to give him a finish. So and boy, does he know how to finish? <laughs> Well, and, you know, there's also the fact that, like, uh, through this program, I'm able to do maybe a little bit more than just music. I can, um, I guess I don't do much more than <laughs> <laughs> I could, no, though. <laughs> I could, though. No, Rob, <laughs> and if you do, you have the right to do so, because you have that yes. ambition. <laughs> anyway, to answer Dude's question as to why Rob hasn't left us, is you see that's the magic of Swifty dialogues. We hold people down. We drag <laughs> them down with us. <laughs> He's like, that's uh, actually that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that one episode you made, Rob. So since those those songs, have you made any new music? <laughs> any new new bangers, as the kids would say? I actually have recorded quite a bit of music. Different styles, different, um, you know, areas of exploration, some of which I might share with you if you don't promise to shit all over it again. Um, <laughs> some of it I will share with you um, to maybe be like, a, you know, fuck you, this is where I'm at now kind of a thing. But I don't know. Well, Doof, you heard it here first. Um, Rob, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be happy to do a second musical review episode. And... You know, you can't promise going to shit all over it. It's you got to promise us the music won't be shit. You know. Yeah, but at least we have something to compare it against since we got the old episode. Yes, yes, so. we, we, we have a good idea of where you were and where you are now. Yes, he started from the bottom and now he's somewhere. <laughs> no, no, it started as a bottom. <laughs> oh, that's the motto. Oh, that's what Drake yeah. was talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what the Drake song says. Man, so many people say it wrong. Yeah, Damn. yeah, yeah. She says started as a bottom, and I came all fucking here. <laughs> no, the whole team fucking here. That's what he was. It was a group thing. <laughs> Well, thank you, Doof. Thanks for throwing us under the bus, Doof. <laughs> Can always count on you to do that. <laughs> All right. Next voicemail. Hi, Ariel. This is Sam. I have to say that I love the new segments you guys did on the last podcast, but I was mesmerized by James Parsley. Anyway, I was wondering, what's your take on the prefrontal cortex? The science of psychotherapy says that this brain region directly affects complex cognitive behavior, um, personality expression, decision making, and social behavior. Pop culture, by which I mean memes and other content on social media, say that if someone is over 25, their prefrontal cortex is already fully developed indicating that a potential partner's red flags cannot change, and especially that you cannot change them. What do you think about this? And uh, if you could let James Parsley know that I am available for private lessons in kitchen <clears throat> activities, 
please, I'd appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, he was just an intern, but, you know, he lost his whole goddamn hand in that accident. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be <laughs> he's still doing giving fine. private lessons and yeah. cooking activities at this point. Yeah, he's still in the ER at the moment, actually. <laughs> now, if she wants to fuck him, he'll probably still do that because he's, you know, lonely and desperate and poor because he lost his job. And he has one hand, so <laughs> there's also that. <laughs> That might be a put. Uh, that might be a good thing. I don't know. Yeah, he can have a hook what hand now. What, what are you insinuating, Cinda? That people with only one hand can, don't deserve love? That they can't have a regular sex life? Oh what are you man! Trying to get at? <laughs> no, never. I'm saying it's it's more difficult. <laughs> life becomes more difficult when you have one less hand. Is this opinion that you had your whole life, Cinda? Is it too late for you to change? Okay, so this actually ties really well into the second part to the question is, can Cinda change this clear red flag in his personality <laughs> and prefrontal cortex? Mm, that's, a good, that's a good question. I can fix him. <laughs> you can fix him. <laughs> my, my take is that you can change... You just probably won't because you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you know, that's. I wish I had that as a t-shirt. I could just, it would make it simpler if people were like, can you change? I'd be like, look at my goddamn t-shirt. <laughs> Not changing. I could, but I won't. No, I think, I think you change a lot every, every few years or so. Life events will change you as a person. So if you have no life events, usually for the worst, in a coma, then you're the same person, basically. Boom. Actually, I'm a little bit different. I don't really change via the prefrontal cortex. I molt like a lobster every <laughs> every few years. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and I leave a, a, a casing of my former self behind. It's a miraculous yet disgusting process. I've seen it. Yeah, it's it's pretty gross. Uh, yeah, I've seen them emerge. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> Most people, when they clog the toilet, it's just poop. Yeah, Ariel, oh, yeah, it's this whole cocoon. <laughs> my whole skin suit. He puts it in the he puts it in his uh, passenger seat so he can get the uh, <laughs> the benefits of carpooling. <laughs> so you're lobster man. Yeah. You're saying. He's like Zoidberg. <laughs> oh. they, 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 they call me crabs <laughs> for more than one reason. Oh, I don't know if that's like uh, that was a good thing. I don't know. Crab people, crab. Yeah, now that I think about it, I can see why the ladies uh, weren't attracted to me. <laughs> that and your other frat nickname, Sketch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just some sketchy crabs over here. Yeah, I think that guy's name is Sketch Crabs. Hell yeah. There's no there's no changing sketchy crabs. I'll get you. Click, click, click. Crab <laughs> So, hey, yes, listener, to answer your question, I hope that we did that, and I hope that we answered it in the man... I was about to say the manure. <laughs> <laughs> the mature fashion. 
that they warranted. That was a pretty heavy topic, but we're comedians at the end of the day, so let's try to move on to a lighter one. So hopefully this person can give us that. And play. Hey, this is Aurora from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Love listening to your podcast. Great job, guys. Uh, my question for you today is, what's your opinion on affirm- affirmative action? Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Yo, you said you said light topic. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> I would say that I am in uh, affirmation with it. <laughs> I feel like that's... <laughs> I am firmly. Well, what's affirm, the what's the full definition of it? I can affirm that I've gotten some action. Yeah. <laughs> I could also <laughs> affirm that Ariel has had some action. So basically, none of us know what it means <laughs> yet. <laughs> I am in support of Dominicans. And Republicans. Because <laughs> you're a Dominican Republican, right? Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Dominican Republican knights getting better treatment above everyone else Damn. on Earth. Yeah, that sounds about... That tracks for a Dominican Republican. <laughs> Not even Dominicans from the island. Dominicans from New York, who happen to be five foot six <laughs> and wear bucket hats <laughs> and live in Pennsylvania after living in New York. Those people, they deserve the best treatment. So in that sense, yes, I am for affirmative action. <laughs> is, that, is that the definition? I think, I think so, yeah. <laughs> I, all I'm saying is that Five, six people have gotten it hard as it is when five, six is a normal height. <laughs> oh, no. Five, six is average height, guys. Here's what I'm saying, okay? Action. Action is good. Action is great. What kind of movies do you want to watch? Action. Comedy. Or oh. What kind of... <laughs> and you know what? I love affirmations. I tell myself every day, you're the best guitar player on the planet, and no one else can take that away from you. And it makes me feel good. So... Yeah, this is a good thing. Actually, you could use a little bit of work. Well, now I can't say that anymore, can I? So wait, in that in that definition, affirmative action is <laughs> when you tell yourself affirmations. <laughs> affirmative affirmations. It's when you take a formation on a subject and affirmatively action yourself mm. through it. Affirmly be firmed. Act on the firm between two ferns affirmatively <laughs> Affirming, affirmation. Oh fuck! <laughs> and then you have to shun the action that you didn't previously take very firmly. I'm literally gonna look up the definition. <laughs> Wait, do you actually not know? No, Cinda's looking up affirmation. Oh goddamn! Now you got me confused. <laughs> <laughs> you... Affirmative. Oh god. Yeah, I feel dumb as shit. It's a sad thing. Wait, affirmative affirmative action is a sad thing now? But I feel like... Senda, what are you saying? Well, I feel like... Um, yeah, what are, you, what are you getting at? Well, people... Senda, are you also a Dominican Republican? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> oh, no. Do you got something against people with bucket hats now, bro? Oh, no. That sounds so bad. No, I, I just meant... Um... Cinda, to quote a previous caller, who do you think you are? Someone who doesn't know what affirmative action is at all, apparently. That's who I think I am. About Cinda, I always had my thoughts about you, Cinda, but that that affirmed my suspicions. (laughs) Affirmed your Um, actionable suspicions. (laughs) All right, so I hope that answered your question. Next voicemail, play. 
Hey, my name's Irene. I am Reel's cousin, but you could just call me Irene. Oh, hey, Irene. I'm a new listener to Swifty Dialogues. Uh, I'm actually listening to your most recent episodes and working my way backwards. So I hope this question isn't something you've answered in your earlier episodes. Um, I hope all three of you believe in the extraterrestrial um, because this question is about aliens. Um, there have been at least 15 different human species that have existed on this Earth. And I've always thought it was a bit unique that Homo sapiens have skyrocketed to the top of the food chain and basically developed the modern world. Um, so my conspiracy theory is that um, aliens basically enveloped their DNA with humans at some point, and we have both human and alien DNA in us, and basically that our brain is an alien organ, um, and that's why we're so smart and intelligent. I wonder what you guys think about this. Have you guys thought about um, how aliens have uh, perpetuated the human experience? I want to know your thoughts. Cool. Bye. We were just talking about the prefrontal cortex, so I guess that sort of, like, connects. Yeah, today's a brain science episode. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about we're just walking brains, so I definitely think it's possible that no, <laughs> the brain... Or, I mean, organisms in general. No. So, no. No. No, yeah, probably not. No. <laughs> no. It's just, no, this is all bullshit. Yep, you know? yep. I think, again, we're thinking There's nothing podcast. else out there. We're a thinking person's podcast. <laughs> and to answer your question, yes, I always wanted to fuck an alien. <laughs> Cinda? No, I would say aliens are definitely real. Have they visited Earth? Nah. <laughs> I hope so. That would explain a lot of the weird shit we see, but my guess is, like, military experiments that I don't want to tell you about. Super rich people that are just flying around on spaceships that they create or aircraft that they create. But, like, if aliens started society, yeah, like, who started them? That's the next question. It's like, who created aliens? And that's what we want to know. But you think that our DNA is mixed in with alien DNA? That was the question. Oh, well, uh, like... How, how would an alien have transplanted its brain into a fucking monkey? Well, not the brain, but the only part that it could transmit is, yeah, the DNA. Like, the DNA... So you're saying yeah. an alien came down from space from this glorious society where they developed <laughs> interstellar travel, and then they fuck the first <laughs> ape... Look at ass thing <laughs> like like ooh, ooh, ah, ah, ah. And they're just like god damn that's my that's my treat for tonight <laughs> fuck yeah i found yeah, earth he just he just saw give me some monkey <laughs> he's looking for a meal got a snack instead oh god damn and then that's how they combined that's, yeah and then that's fucking no that's that's ridiculous though yeah. no. um Maybe aliens exist. But are we Maybe, saying that's how but... Cinda got here, or? <clears throat> yeah, I'm actually a di one of those 15 species. I'm a separate line of species. <laughs> See, he's just. In all likelihood, in all likelihood, whatever alien thing that might possibly exist in the universe is so inconceivably far from us because it's just so unlikely for life to form that um, we'll never experience it before the big crunch and the ending of the universe. Yeah, sadly. Because we would have to invest 
like all of our resources and all governments to space exploration and finding a new world before the planet is gonna be uninhabitable. <laughs> Damn, way to bum me out. So, um, I have an alternate theory that I kind of uh, think about sometimes about why humans uh, dramatically evolved so differently from other types of animals. And it has to do with our relationship to mushrooms and that all mushrooms at one point were psychedelics for uh, that pre-animal thing that we humans used to be. But we loved eating them so much and it expanded our consciousness and made us want to think about thinking so much more after generations and generations of eating it and people still fucking love mushrooms and are still trying to expand which kinds human beings can eat and then like think about thinking as after they've eaten them so what you're saying is um my IQ will jump up once I accept mushroom pizza into my life. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, bro. If you if you put that much on a whole pizza, then you're <laughs> you're gonna see like all universes at one time, like Doctor Strange. I'm just saying that, like in our ancestry, yeah. in our ancestry, there was a point in time where Portobello was just like fucking people up, and there is that going, actually proven though. Well, um, proven, I'm not sure. Uh, I got this from a mud vein. <laughs> so, <laughs> it sounds, I mean, but it, it not was, even an internet it was, article, damn it. <laughs> it, it sounds right. It was, so they sampled a recording of like this lecture or something at the beginning of this mud vein song, and I never questioned it. I was like, that's a great idea. Yeah, I feel all like right, Rob yeah. gets all of his uh, scientific knowledge from metal music. Cool. <laughs> Hey man, when I see evidence for a better theory, I will. No, accept yeah, it. that makes total sense though. That because creativity, I've heard that like in other places that creativity is what set us apart from other versions of Homo, homo erectus, Homo habilis, all those other Homo Homo erotica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is that's the one. The the missing link, <laughs> um, <laughs> but then. Uh, Cinder, what's your favorite homoerotica? <laughs> oh, can't say, bro. <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> no, creativity is what sets us apart. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. On that note, yes, uh, I personally believe that there are aliens that uh, out there, but I don't think they visited us. Uh, if I were to pick somewhere between Rob and Cinder's theories, yeah, they're rant, just theories. Um. <laughs> uh, I'd probably go with neither. I'm going to go with the cold, hard. We just, over time, evolved where certain brain functions prevailed over others. All right, next voicemail. Hello, this is Philip and Di. Salon, how can I help you? Oh, uh, and this is Mike, by the way. And I was looking to, uh, I'm going to be there next week, and I need to get some, some pearl done. Um... Yeah, I guess we can't. We could do that. Of course we can. Mike, come back to bed. Oh, gotta go. Bye. Uh, my apologies, audience. I think we may have gotten another business's voicemail mixed into ours somehow. <laughs> How did we hear both sides of the conversation? 
I guess they were recording their call. I, I'm not exactly sure how we got that mixed in. Oh, that makes sense. They recorded a commer- <laughs> They recorded a voicemail thinking that like they were calling as a fake business as well. Maybe maybe there are businesses that records their, all of their calls, but their salon white. Oh yes, maybe their salon also doubles as a cybersecurity firm. That's that's pretty typical these days. Yeah, yeah. There's no other. There's no other explanation. In fact, I was actually just the other day talking about investing some SwiftCoin into this salon that doubles as a cybersecurity firm down the street, and I was affirmatively thinking about it, um, taking action. You must. That's that's <laughs> and, the only way. I think I'm gonna put some SwiftCoin into it and really fix it up. And the name of the business is uh, Security Locks. <laughs> Oh, God damn. Put that on a shirt. Oh, yeah. We (laughs) need that. Security locks tight. They're a proud partner. Yeah. So I'm happy to affirm them. Yes. For for all those uh, uprising (laughs) cybersecurity firms, that also is a uh, salon. salon. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. When you're taking care of cybersecurity, but your hair gets too long, you got to trim it up. Although, I wouldn't invest in this one because at the end, the owner, the person taking the appointments, seems to be in bed and asking their partner to come back. No opinion on my part. (laughs) Well, on that note, Mike, I hope you get your curls done at the salon. Salon owner person, I hope that your boyfriend gets back to bed. Not exactly sure what's going on there and why you're taking business calls from bed as you're waiting for your partner to come back. Um, and good luck on your cybersecurity. Um, if you go with Cyberlocks, you know who to call. And they know who to cut. Hey. Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> Next voicemail. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, Swift Dialogues. Uh, this is uh, Doofy calling. Hey, I'm the guy in the car who keeps uh, slowing down behind you when you're crossing the street, and uh, you're never quite sure uh, where he's going or if he's following you, or maybe he's just looking for a house and he's lost. Anyway, uh, this uh, message is actually for us. Uh, I just wanted to ask him, yo, uh, when are you going to leave these other two deadbeats behind, man? I feel like they're kind of like slowing down your comedy style and progression and all that, you know? I've noticed uh, just from, uh, you know, listening a little too much while I'm driving in my car following you guys home that, uh, you know, it's, uh, I just, I hear a lot of, uh, you know, uh, positive stuff coming out of your interaction and stuff, but I don't think it's necessarily, you know, it's uh, not because of these guys. I think you've just uh, kind of grown as a comedian. You need to branch out on your own. Anyway, you know, that's just my 14 cents. I, I figured I'd toss it in the barrel before, uh, you know, somebody gets hit at the crosswalk or some other poor metaphor. So, all right, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Ah, well, you, you heard him, Cinda. What, what do you got to say? Wow. The doof, he really pulled a 360 on his, <laughs> on how he <laughs> felt about us. <laughs> but, you know, I'll say. I hope he still likes my music is all. Yeah. I couldn't be here without the rest of the team, you know. I feel like it's all about timing, and in some cases, it's all about editing. <laughs> it's all about that post-production. <laughs>
And our show used to suck when it was just Ariel and I. Yeah, she really did. <laughs> we would just make out the whole time. Yeah, but 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 that visual aspect didn't go through in the podcast. It just yeah, it doesn't translate when you have no visual. That's the that's the problem. Is like, <laughs> and that's where you could come in, Mister Doof. You know, we should have him on as a guest. Why don't we have him on? Well, as he's a guest? he's on right now. But we want it. We want more. <laughs> is that all you have to we say? He, this doof was just speaking so highly of you and about your future in comedy. Cinder, are you, are you quitting? I would never. You know, I think we're going to have to have a meeting with oh, HR no. at some point to discuss some of these things. Oh, I hate HR. They never listen to me. You know what? Fuck them. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Why the hell do we need an HR department? I'm not saying I will make this an issue, but I'm saying I can. And I'm saying I want oh, to. Well... If we if we must go there, you know. <laughs> Affirmative. Affirmatively go there. <laughs> affirmatively go there. Affirmatively take action. I will take very affirmative action against Cinda. I firmly took action on your mom. Hey. <laughs> uh, and that's actually why we have to go to HR. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Uh, don't worry. At that point, I broke character. I'm like, right, dude, I'm sorry. Like, we're, I think we're taking this too far. Wait, what do you mean broke character? We're doing characters? <laughs> yeah, yeah. my mom expects a call still. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've never played a character in my life. Every theater show I was in, I was myself, man. <laughs> Every time he wore that black shirt and put up those lights, he was himself. <laughs> yeah. I am an artist unto myself. I don't need to be a character. And for the audience listening at home, I am doing the most pretentious air quotes as I say that. <laughs> I think Doof gives us way too much credit. <laughs> no, man. Doof believes in us, bro. Yeah. He really does. He He's looking after us literally behind our shoulders all the time. <laughs> I guess my question to you, our dear audience, isn't life but just a play in which we're all characters? Now, I am here with my co-host, Dancing the dance of life in this stage play. Now, my co host, dance with me. Dance the dance of life. God damn. I proceed to we do the us. robot. I'm doing the cat daddy. <laughs> cat daddy, why don't <laughs> The two arm dangler. Yep. <laughs> I'm doing the Frankenstein dance. Yep. <laughs> As you can see, yes, you're correct, Mr. Doof. Send up light years ahead of us. No. That is why he's here, because <laughs> Robin and I, we like to drag people down. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mr. Doof, I hope that helped answer your question. And now for our last voicemail for the night. Hey, y'all. This is Billy Joe calling. I got a question for you. Why did God give us uvulas in the back of our throats? Also... Why do we have gag reflexes? I ain't never set my wife's gag reflex off, but her boyfriend says he does it all the time. I don't seem right. Alright, y'all seem like the good doctoring type. Uh, can you guys take a look at this rash on my leg? I think I got some weird thing going on here.
Well, thank you, Jake. By the sound of your voice, you sound like a very handsome man that's able to pull off a wife with a boyfriend. And <laughs> well done. Well, well done. Well done. You must be wearing some very nice pair of shorts. <laughs> Unfortunately, we cannot take a look at your rash because, you dumbass, this is a audio format. Just send us your address. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go check out the rash. <laughs> I could listen to it. Yeah, let's listen to your rash. Yo, the vibration frequency from the rash tells me that it's eczema. <laughs> You've got mail. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Uh, I think. Did he send you a picture of his rash? Yep, and this is what it is. Hot damn! Oh, Jesus Christ! He needs to go to the hospital, bro. For the audience, I'll leave a link in the show notes to this amazing picture. Oh my god, that looks like a fucking pepperoni. That's uh, that's ringworm, I think. It looks like they made it worse over time. I can smell like... this photo. <laughs> Just uh, rub some dirt in it, and then... Jake, my recommendation for you is to lick the wound clean. Yes, yes. like a dog. Like a dog. And it should work. <laughs> that. Speaking of your mouth, let's go back to your first question. The uvula, which I call your throat bag is basically like a little mini punching bag you see everyone in their voice box has a little mini boxer that goes up mm. that needs sometimes some training he travels up your tongue and then he like while you sleep and you hear some snoring that's not whatever the doctors say uh sleep apnea whatever no that is uh the little mini boxer in the back of your throat just punching your uvula uh training for the next fight and that's basically the basis of all your white blood cells. <laughs> and that's Ariel's TED Talk. <laughs> no, no, no. So here's, here's, here's what it is. When you're being born, the doctor's <laughs> got to pull you out. And that's just like the result of him reaching in and grabbing on something to pull on to get you out of, you know, during birth. Just like, you know, he's pulling you out and it just comes out some. Cinder, what do you think what, what the evil is? Yeah, I mean, I I just took the lit, like an actual like scientifically so you don't choke. Oh. <laughs> so you don't choke. Oh. It prevents you. And you were laughing when I said you're the expert. I don't know. Does it affect your vocal cords as a singer, Rob? Does it affect your your uvula at all? Does it do it? Well, so as anyone who's like you know, really train their embouchure would know. <laughs> See, I have not. <laughs> you're really just not grasping what it is to be a singer and how to train your voice. You have to separate the music from your physical self and experience it as pure auditory uh, control over your environment. And it's just, and I'm on this like philosophical plane when I sing, you know, and it's just like, I I couldn't even uh, begin to describe the um, the basic nature of what my neck parts are doing. You know, it's just such it's so beneath the surface that it's not even relevant. Yo, girl, show me what your neck parts can do. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, so Cinder, are you gonna like describe the gag reflex or what? <laughs> I've already, I feel like I've described already the usefulness. I've got some thoughts on this um, gag reflex thing. So, go for it. You know, um, some dudes are danglers and some dudes are just wanglers. You know what I'm saying? I really don't. The 
sound like uh, Ronald McDonald's. <laughs> the other dude, he's a dangler, right? Cinder, what kind of fucking scary ass clown did you see at McDonald's? I don't want to talk about it, but like this person here asked, why does the wife's boyfriend have a uh, is activating the gag reflex more than he is? He's a dangler. What's the difference between dangler and what? what? Dangler, wangler. I don't. I, I don't get it. I think. Well, I think the source of the issue it's not it's not the it's not the uh, the other man that's cheating. It's the uh, that horrible fucking rash on his knee. That's really what the main issue. I feel. I actually like. forgot that was still on the screen. Yeah, dude, I've been looking at it this whole time. Like goddamn pepperoni. It's been haunting yeah, it's my dreams. Yeah, it's a turn off, man. He can't. He can't get it out. That's exactly why. I mean, she, she's so distracted by this itch well, I from mean, the rash. And that's why she is with someone else. You know that horrible rash. You know, that's like. You know. You know. You know. Fine. I'm gonna back out of this folder and just let's forget about rashes for a little bit. Minute. Oh, what go. the fuck? All the rash. <laughs> you have a collection of rash photos. How many rash photos do you have, Ariel? Bro. Is it? it this is a rash amount of rash photos, Ariel. You know, you know. I was gonna say some people take pictures of birds, some people take pictures of insects. I like skin rashes. Oh, that my is my God. collection. That's that. That is my ph- uh, photography that I like to do in retirement. Take pictures of skin rashes. Fucking dermatologist over here. Yeah, you know, normally people have to go to, to like four or five years of school for that, and I'm here doing it for free. Yep. Yeah, people don't mind you just taking close-up photos of their random rashes. <laughs> I don't. Oh, it's okay. I'm- it's just for my collection. <laughs> it's like stamps, but <laughs> I just collect photos. It's not about the rash, but what the rash represents. Yeah. Oh, I see. It's like an abstract, a modern art film. <laughs> it's about the yes. what the rash represents in society. It's about the degradation of society in the modern world. As the yes. rash develops. And how it spreads. <laughs> yes. On that note, audience, I th- this is the end of our 10th episode. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you in episode 11, a.k.a. season 2, episode 1, which, like the rest of our episodes, will be released whenever. But to support the podcast... Don't clap your hands. Clap your cheeks. You heard it here first. <laughs> Affirmatively. Affirmatively. And you take action on that, and then it will activate other people's gag reflex. And that will show that your prefrontal cortex is not fully developed because you're past the age of 25. At least I hope so if you're listening to this podcast. And that is it. Da, 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 da. That's, That's our show. That's our show. show. <laughs> <laughs> Well done. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Swifty Dialogues was brought to you by your hosts, Rob, Cinda, and myself, Ariel. If you want to learn more about us, visit our website at swiftydialogues.com. You can also contact us by filling out the form on our website or emailing us at info at swiftydialogues.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next episode.